When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to a special Sunday episode, Bagels and Brews. Today I'm going to be joined by another, none other than Mr. At Right Report himself, Malik Wright. Um, everybody knows free agency time. Um, this man, credentialed media member, um, huge guest for us. Glad to have him. Um, none other than Malik Wright himself. Hey, Malik. How's it going, Dale? Appreciate you having me on, man. Hi, I appreciate you joining us. This, this is huge for us. We're just starting this out, and you agreeing to come on is huge for us. Um, I know you got your show coming up this week. You want to go ahead and talk about that? Yeah, you guys can catch my show each and every single uh, Wednesday night at um, at uh, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we're doing a live for agency show every single day this week at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll, we'll be discussing you know the latest news, breaking down some of the latest news around the NFL, not just Bengals, but uh, a lot of the the news concerning you know various teams in the National Football League and rumors and signings going on, breaking it all down. Yeah, um, not a whole lot of news over the weekend when it comes to the NFL. Um, I've seen a little bit of smoke about maybe Marcus Mariota to the Colts. Uh, you're kind of alluding to maybe Mitchell Trubisky having a, a little bit of a market out there. Those are kind of some surprising names to me, but I guess that shows, you know, everybody's desperate for quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at this the current you know quarterback landscape. From what I know, Mitch Trubisky is seen to be the you know the top of the top right now. Everyone's looking at him, so to speak, as um, you know, a lot of people aren't too high on this draft class with obvious reasons. When you look at the free agency crop of quarterbacks. Um, Jameis Winston would be involved as the top quarterback in the free agency market, but he's coming off of a torn ACL, right? So he's not a sure thing. People don't know what he's gonna what his timetable looks back to return. Um, looks like and things of that nature so and uh honestly Mitchell Trubisky his market is really really shaping up it, he landed in a perfect situation in Buffalo last year no one thought that a year off would you know sort of um revitalize his his uh, the way he's viewed around the National Football League but it certainly has right sitting behind Josh Allen and, and learning under Sean McDermott and Brian Dable it's done wonder for his careers to the point where Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the most sought after quarterback on the market Wow, that's that's huge to hear. I mean, and maybe he will revitalize his career, you know, wherever he goes next. Uh, yeah, we're a little uh, skeptical of that, <laughs> me as well. But, um, I mean, at least he's going to have that chance, it sounds like. Um, we got Mr. Strawberry Ice here in the chat, Collins. I highly doubt we have basically any news on Collins. I've been kind of thinking that Dallas may save more money, it sounds like, by just designating him post-June 1. 
Have you heard anything trade market wise for Lyle Collins from Dallas? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. About Lyle Collins. We'll see how that all shakes out, though. Yeah. So it sounds like crickets on that front. Um, so um, one thing I did want to talk to you about, I know you went and covered the combine last week. Was that your first time covering the combine? No, actually, it wasn't. Uh, my, my company, we were credentialed for the combine, you know, the year the year Joe Burrow actually came out. That was our first time, actually. OK, um, that was our first time uh, experiencing things and all that. Obviously, with COVID, it kind of like uh, stopped all, stopped our entire process, so to speak. And everything that we uh, we we wanted to do, but um, I feel like we we had a, an awesome time and awesome experience. This time out, made a lot of connections, with a lot of people, got to uh, speak with some people, some some of friends of mine in the media, like Josina Anderson, so on and so forth. And um, it, it was just an awesome experience, just to you know sit down with a lot of people, discuss a lot of people, having some conversations with some um, highly regarded people, some highly respected people in the industry who I um, who I have a, a lot of respect for, to be honest with you. So it was it was really really cool to, to see how that all shaped out. Yeah, is it really as just kind of that um, you can basically meet anybody? Everybody's just out to eat. Like there was a report like Andy Reid sitting at a steak and shake having a burger. Like is it yeah. kind of like that around I, there? The I think that the NFL Combine is the one week where you see these people where you talk to them throughout the throughout the year where they're they're not uptight. They're not. They're you know they can just sort of just let their hair down and be themselves, and you get to really really speak with them and get to you know. Um, you know, have conversations with them. I'm having dinner and Ryan Clark is in front of me, Eric Bien is to the side of me, Chris Richard is on the other side. You know, look behind me, it's a, you know, scouting department for the Viking. I, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's, these are, I think people get hyped up because we see them on television all the time and stuff like that. And they're people at the end of the day, right? They're people at the end of the day. Yeah. They're individuals. They, like, they, they, they feel emotion just like we feel emotion. And I, I know that for a lot of fans, it's easy for them to see these people and they, they tend to get starstruck, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I think that um, based off a lot of conversations that I had, even when the, for my first time at the combine, because I, I definitely would say my first time at the combine, it was it was never a starstruck moment for me because I had been around a lot of um, a lot of coaches, GMs and stuff like that before in the past work, work that I've done before in the past. Um, it was just more so like aha moment, like, oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Like this is, it, it's it's very rare you see all those individuals in one place, um, you know, at one particular time. And the fact that they're so accessible and they're open to have conversations with you and discuss things with you, it's, it's really, really cool. But it's where you make a lot of your connections at. So you, you, where, you, where, where you sort of speak, become an insider, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. And you would know a thing or two about that. I mean, if we want to talk about last year's free agency, I mean, I – I can't even – it was basically every player we got. There was either a gif or there was some hints. There was some uh, uh, talking about your favorite snack. <laughs> but oh, Cheetos, I, yeah. I, yeah, I did not see Cheetah Bay Awuzier, <laughs> like, on our radar at all. So, I mean, I, and then if for anybody that doesn't follow Malik, I mean, you definitely should be. Um, but he, he's going to he's gonna give you hints. Is that, is that how you kind of plan to do some of the news again this week? Who knows? I'm a, I'm a wild card, you know. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think you should let your secrets out, but uh, just you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. We'll see. I might. I might do something completely different this year. Who knows? I might go back to boring traditional and just yeah. like the news, or I might, you know, get a little fancy, you know, song lyrics or something like that. Who knows? It's a lot of stuff running through my mind. Who knows? Yeah, you got to stay tuned. You got to follow him on Twitter. You got to follow uh, TWSN, the the Right Way Sports Network. And make sure you're tuning in for his free agency specials because uh could be some news there. You just never know. Absolutely. Absolutely.
Um, we had a comment up here, somebody talking about Gronk or CJ. I, I know we're not going to get in necessarily names uh, too much as far as free agency goes. Is there anything with Gronk's market at all? Is it strong? Is he even planning on playing this year? <laughs> Gronk, from what I understand, Gronk is planning to play this year. But the fact of the matter is, regardless of Gronk's market is strong or not strong, it's all about where Gronk wants to be, right? If It's Gronkowski. He's one of the greatest tight ends to ever play, play the game of football. He's going to have a market. There are going to be teams that are going to be interested in signing him. The Falcons will be interested in signing him. Whoever, like, whatever teams will be interested in signing him. Like any, yeah. I expect all 32 teams to have some level of interest in signing Rob Gronkowski, if not for anything, to have a red zone target. You know what I mean? He's a big body guy who can still make contested catches. It's all about where does Gronk want to play, and that that's not that's not something that I can answer. That's not something anyone can answer. Yeah, like, when you've had a Hall of Fame career, I mean, at this point in his career, he can pick and choose what he wants to do and where he wants to go. So that that is pretty cool. Um, over under two and a half offensive line signings, in your opinion, no, no news, but do you feel like we'll have over or under two and a half? Um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying here. I was trying to, so I'm hoping, I mean, we've seen some of the big names. Do you think we'll be in the market for some of these guys that typically are going to get 40, 50 million guaranteed? That's not something the Bengals normally do. I think that the Bengals understand that they need to improve the offensive line. And I think they're going to do everything in their power to, to do that, to do that. And I will say that I think the offensive line will, will look very different next year. Okay. And that could be draft. That could be a lot of things. So we're not, <laughs> we're not trying to get any headlines here. Um, so, any other uh, news, anything else you, you want to kind of talk about? Uh, UFC, anything? <laughs> I, I know yeah. we're Bengals and Brews, but, I mean, you, you're always covering UFC. You oh, cover yeah, a lot man. of things. Yeah, man. We, we, I mean, we do a lot. I have an awesome team here at the Right Way Sports Network, man. And, um, you know, I, I apologize, Dale. I feel bad because, like, you caught me at a time where I can't say much. Man. I know, I know, I know. I, and I'm trying not to ask too many. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I feel bad. I feel like I'm giving you the silent treatment. I don't mean to, man. But – um, just have a lot of respect for the relationships that I've built and stuff like that. So Understandable for, for for obvious reasons, you know, I, I can't divulge too much or information or go into it. Just yet, especially with not even being legal tampering period yet. You know, I don't want to make any headlines with that. But um, no, I, I think that um, my my team here at TWSN we do a fantastic job. They do a fantastic job of covering all the sports. If you're a UFC fan, if you're NBA fan, if you're an NFL fan, uh, we have around the clock coverage, you know, you know, every single, you know, day of the year. So we've got, got ridiculous amount of articles and content coming out on our site and on our YouTube channel and things of that nature. Um, so definitely make sure you follow TWSN, not just me, follow TWSN. Cause I have, like I said, I have a very, very uh, smart team and I'm very, very proud to, um, you know, you know, ha have them working alongside with me. So. Well, I want to stick with UFC for one minute. I know you're a big Jorge Masvidal guy. Yeah. W where does he go next? Uh, I don't know what's next for Jorge Masvidal. I think Jorge Masvidal is, he was, uh, I, I like Jorge Masvidal because of his mentality. I, I like the fact that he's, um, he's been a guy who, who's overcome a lot in his career, right? You know what I mean? That That's that's something for me where I can sort of resonate with, I can I can resonate with being written off and things of that nature and sort of just climbing up out and fi finding a way to make things happen. I think um, the next thing for Jorge, Jorge Masvidal, though, that would make sense is I'd love to see Jorge Masvidal uh, fight Conor McGregor. I would love to see that. I think oh, that's man. a big money fight for the UFC. Uh, I understand Jorge Masvidal's star power has a lot, taken a bit of a hit after getting knocked out and ragdolled by Colby Covington for five rounds. 
Um, but it's still a fight that I think will be exciting. I think Connor would actually win that fight too. Um, but um, I think now, that he's beefed up, right? Last I seen Connor, yeah. he looked like he had, he's yeah. probably moving up weight class. Yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly feels that way. I mean, I just don't know what's left for him at light at lightweight. Is it Islam Makachev? And I don't know if that's something he'd necessarily want to do. But um, does anybody want to fight that guy? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I, I think that if we're looking at it though, Jorge Mazudal, uh, he, he, I mean, there's always the Nate Diaz rematch if you want to do that. Um, but for for me, maybe Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I know that's a fight that he said he would love to do at, at one point again. That's something that could make sense for him. I'm not exactly sure if it makes sense for Stephen Wonderboy Thompson because he already beaten the guy, and it is a dangerous task to go back in there with Jorge Masvidal. But certainly, it's something I could see happening. We'll we'll see how it all shakes out, though. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Nate Diaz, if if he doesn't go that route and get that fight, seems like he may have one or two big money. He, I mean, he wants the big money fights. Yeah. Have you heard anything about who his potential next? Yeah. yeah so basically, obviously, you know the Dustin Poirier thing with him and Dustin going at each other. I don't know if that makes too much sense because. Dustin might fight Colby. Um, I think that you, I think that the, the next logical matchup for Nate Diaz is Conor McGregor. Nate Diaz, Conor three. I think you need to do that. I think I think it's now or never. Uh, yeah, because we that's one we've been kind of waiting on now for years. It just yeah. made sense to have that that trilogy, you know, end at some point. Right. Um, all right, NBA. Who do you got this year as uh, maybe Ooh. a surprise team or two? Oh man, that's a good question. Um. Boston Celtics, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Celtics fan. They have caught heat lately, and they they looked really, really good. Um, I think that they're a team that a lot of people are sleeping on. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out, though. I mean, um, I think that if I got to give one team in the East, Boston Celtics are a team to keep an eye on. I think if we're talking about one team in the West, um, I'm excited to see what the Denver Nuggets do when they get Jamal Murray back. They're supposed to get Jamal Murray back sooner rather than later. So it'll be very interesting to see what, what happens with that. We know Jokic is a beast. Um, I feel like this is the one year where the NBA is, is, it's open. You know, you, we just don't know, right? We everyone thought the 76ers after acquiring James Harden were gonna, you know, take the lead, take the association by storm. They certainly fell flat on their face the other night when they went up against the Nets. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But, and, and the Nets are probably gonna be right there toward the end as well. Yeah, They're gonna be in yeah. that playoff mix, you know, with yeah. Kyrie back and yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. I think the East is wide open, and I think the West. It's fairly open for the most part. I mean, the Warriors have been looking shaky lately. The Lakers look awful. Um, the Jazz always tend to do great in the regular season but go missing in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, the, the West is open, if you ask me. I think the West is wide open, and I think the East is open, too. So it's going to be very, very entertaining, um, you know, run down the stretch here for the NBA, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Cavs fan, and, and they really surprised me this year. I didn't see them taking that next mm-hmm. next step as quick as they have. Right. Um, injuries has kind of hurt them this year. Yeah, yeah, Strawberry Ice also. How about, how about my Cavs? What's your thoughts on the Cavs, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, yeah, uh, some of those guys? Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. I, I think that everyone was sort of shocked to see the way it all, um, the way it all shake out. But I'll, I'll tell you this, though. I think that um, – for the Cavaliers, I think that, and I don't play people, people don't want to hear this, but if you can, I, I threw this out on my show a few weeks ago, Colin Sexton traded to the Lakers for LeBron James and okay. the Cavaliers trade Lakers, a bunch of future picks, right? Yeah. LeBron's got, got, got another year on his contract here. Traded, traded the Cavaliers, traded the Lakers a future, so a couple of picks that all the trade, all the, basically all the picks that they kind of got rid of when they, got Anthony Davis, you can sort of recoup that value for a 38-year-old LeBron James. Colin Sexton has already once out of Cleveland. You put yeah. LeBron in a situation where he's playing alongside Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and Darius Garland. You're an immediate title contender again. 
immediate title contender, and I think the favorites at that. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know if Cleveland will want to do that. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, they've done it two other times yeah. and mortgaged their entire future, and now they're trying yeah. to build with the younger guys. But Right, right. Uh, we, we'll see. I mean, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. For sure. Uh, and if LeBron wants out of the Lakers, he's going to be out of the Lakers. LeBron pretty much can do whatever LeBron wants. Very I think, similar I think, to LeBron. I think we're seeing tea leaves right now of LeBron wanting out of Los Angeles too. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. just looks done there. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, he's still, he's still amazing. A couple 50 point performances in a row, like very well done. We're a um, little bit back to Bengals since we are Bengals and Brews here. Any thoughts on potential draft targets or positions? Um, I don't. I think it's too early in the process to say just yet, especially being at 31. You just don't know who's going to be available. It's different. It's a huge gap from being at five to 31. But I definitely think the Bengals are going to put themselves in a position to draft best player available. Yeah. And I mean, we'll know more after this first week or two of free agency. Yep. And then we can start zoning in. Okay. That we bring back a corner, you know, maybe I, I think there's some very good corner depth in this draft. I, I don't know if you've really looked into the prospects a whole lot or. No, I, I mean, I, I have, I have, but again, uh, you, you'll have a better under uh, better night, a better idea after the first two weeks of free agency, yeah. and, you know, sort of knowing what's, what's what. All right. Um, a little bit, a couple more questions and, and then I'll let you off here. I just asked for 15, 20 minutes and I, I really do appreciate it. Of course, man. Um, so at, at, with the combine, I know you were able to to interview a lot of guys. I watched a lot of those. Who was you most impressed with? Um, I was really impressed with Kayvon Thibodeau. Really impressed with Kayvon Thibodeau. I loved his answers. I was also impressed with Caden Mays and and um, you know th- those guys. Uh, Sauce Gardner. I loved seeing her and his confidence. Man, his confidence was just awesome. It was through the roof. You could tell that was a guy that put the work in. Right, it wasn't just cockiness. It was a guy that truly put the work in. And he believed in his his ability. He believed in his. Yeah, his he had that sauce chain as well, right? I mean, yeah. the guy come in swagged out. With the gross. With the gross. <laughs> yeah. So, someone asked him at the combine. They said, "What does sauce mean?" And we all just looked at him like, "Sauce means got the sauce, man. Got the juice. <laughs> you don't know what sauce means." Yeah. Um, how big of a man is Daniel Falele? Oh man, he's I'm... huge, man. He's huge, man. He was easily the tall, easily the tallest dude in the room. You know who surprisingly is tall too? Dan Campbell, man, the head coach of the Lions, man. Yeah, he's an NFL tight end, right? Yeah, I, I believe. Was, yeah, yeah, he was. Now he wasn't biting any kneecaps during no, the. No, <laughs> he's a fairly nice guy. Talk to you. He'll yeah. talk to anybody. He'll treat everybody. Treats everybody with respect, and it was really, all, really awesome to get to um, speak with him. I, I hope he gets a real opportunity to stay on his coach for a few years because he yeah. seems like a guy that. If he's able to build the culture he wants, kind of like the Bengals have given Zach Taylor the time, that I th- I think he can turn Detroit around. Right, right. And they got to get a quarterback, but it's something about it's something about that 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 culture, right? That culture from that 2015 Miami team, Dan Campbell, Luana Rumo, Zach Taylor, they were all a part of that team. They all coached together, and yeah. um, they're all close friends. So, like you know, obviously with Lou and Zach working together, but that's something people don't know. Dan Campbell and Zach Taylor are very close friends, and. Um, there, there's, um, it's something about that, the, 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 those crop of coaches, man, that they, I can think they, they, they experience tough times in Miami together and they, they know what tough times look like. And so they don't shy away from it. Right. They know that sometimes in the national football league, you're not going to always have immediate success. Good, good things come to those who wait. And you certainly see the makings of it. You obviously saw it with the Bengals and you're starting to see it with the lions down the stretch here. 
Um, I'd like to circle back to Kayvon Thibodeau for a second because there was mixed reports. Like you said, you're very impressed with him, and you had heard a lot of people saying, you know, they were impressed with him. And then there were some other guys coming out saying, oh, he interviewed terrible and this and that. Uh, is that oh, just he, – he, he, he may have rubbed a, a team or two the wrong way, but it is more so his personality. He's – you know, there were a lot of – there were a lot of questions about him and his motivation. You know, if, you, if you're not a guy that's gushing over football, so to speak uh, – teams start to put you in a box and they start to think that, okay, this guy, you know, isn't serious about it. He, he doesn't love the game of football as much. And um, I was told early in the week that pretty much Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, there were, there were about two teams who weren't too in love with him, so to speak, because he's from California. Like, you know, there are certain things that they, that the way they carry themselves, is not like a, like a Midwestern guy or something like that. That's all strictly football, all strictly business and things of that nature. They, so Kayvon Thibodeau does think about, you know, his future. He does think about, you know, setting himself for, for, um, um, setting himself up for, for, uh, financially, so to speak. As every player should, you know, football's not going to last forever. It's not for long league. Like there's nothing wrong with those guys wanting to set that up. Um, Jeff here said, do you think Kayvon not participating in drills hurt his stock? Uh, I don't think so. I think people are overblowing it. I think once he, you know, performs at his, his pro day, you know, anytime you don't perform in the combine, I mean, he obviously he did the, he did the, um, you know, uh, what's it, what's it called? He, uh, he did, he, he did the weightlifting. Uh, but I, I think that anytime you don't perform at the combine, teams are like, oh, oh, why is the guy not performing? Does he think he's too good or something like that? You know, they, they draw all these negative yeah. reviews from it. And I, I don't think, th- I think we shouldn't make too much of it. I think, he well, I remember it. a guy named Joe Burrow that set out the combine and, and that and seemed probably, to work out just fine. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree that I think that's overblown. All right. Basic free agent question here that I think that even I could probably answer this one. Do you think the Bengals will sign one or more non Bengals free agent by next weekend? I would say yes. I don't know about you. Yes. <laughs> that I will say yes. That one we can answer. That's that should not be a spoiler because it, it will come fast and furious as soon as Monday. Is it at noon Monday? Is that when the yeah, tampering sure. period starts? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's four. Four, okay. Uh, that's why I was thinking Wednesday the actual signings were four, but I couldn't remember if tampering period was noon or at four. But but either way, once it kicks off, you'll start hearing about signings coming in. It, it happens every year. So, yes, but uh, Malik, I do appreciate your time. Um, maybe we could have you on in the future. Sure, talk uh, talk maybe a little draft uh, after everything kind of settles in. That, sure. that would that would be awesome. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, anything else you want to plug here before we get off here? Again, uh, appreciate all you guys for uh, for supporting and stuff like that. Make sure you guys follow TWSN, awesome team here at, uh, at the Right Way Sports Network, who uh, provides you know great analysis and coverage to you know NFL, NBA, UFC, all major sports leagues and things of that nature. We've been taking a little dabble into affluent sports. So um, yeah, man, keep up the, keep up the great job that you guys are doing over here at Bengals Brews, man. And uh, Dale, again, I appreciate you having me, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, you and I could have a, a real conversation at some point where it's. Right, yes, so mum on things, but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I understand, and and that's I try to put that out there for everybody, even coming in. You know, I'm like, he cannot, like, he cannot do this. Like, yeah. you, you start throwing out things before the tampering period starts, you're not going to have that same information potentially in the future. Yeah. You cannot burn sources, burn bridges with anybody, exactly. That's so. what this, that's that's them, that's the important thing to remember, but yeah, yeah, Dale, keep up the great job, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Take care, hey, hey, thank you. Have a good one, man. Take care, bye. All right, everybody, that was Malik Wright. Um, so honored to have him on our show as we're just trying to kick things off. 
Um, Derek was busy today, so he couldn't join. But I wanted to have, you know, a quick show with Malik. Um, I know a lot of people want free agency answers. And, and you know, I try to I try to get a little bit of that as much as I could, but but he can't he cannot be saying names and stuff like that before it starts. So I mean, you guys just have to understand that. Um, it's it's not personal. Follow him, follow his network this week when that tampering period starts. He'll he'll have the information however he wants to deliver it. Sometimes you gotta decode things. That's how Malik makes it fun and he and he knows his stuff. So make sure you're definitely following him, following TWSN, the Right Way Sports Network. Those guys over there are doing a great job. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to the Bengals of Brews YouTube channel, we would appreciate it. Um, we plan on trying to have a lot of guests on in the future. And um, who day?